When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Mac is run. The Mac is run. Live on your home at sport. Negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Whip, whip, run me like a racehorse. Pull me like a ripcord. Break me down and build me up. I want to be the slip, slip. Word up on your lip, lip. Better that you rip, rip. Break me down and build me up. Whatever it takes. It is the Macca's run and a very warm welcome to you. All thanks to McDonald's, dinner time is here. The Monopoly game is back. Chances to win and it's Thursday night. And we can finally talk some footy. Two cracking games, semi-final by name, elimination by nature. And another two teams will be gone by late Saturday night and we'll have four that remain. Cam Luke here, all thanks to McDonald's. And as always... The Harcourt's open line is open, one 736 736 A temper text in fine form already after what has been a big night. Lots to get into. Question for you very shortly, but if you are just joining us, on the back of what's been a big hour, there is no Brody Grundy. There is no Jeremy Finlayson. There is a Matt Kennedy, and there is also a Charlie Dixon who comes in for his first game since round 20. Van Royen, of course, suspended. Spargo gets his first opportunity since round 18 as well. Harry Mackay is out for the Blues, while James Jordan is in for Angus Brayshaw. And Tomlinson comes in while Hibbard was omitted. one 736 736 to get involved. If you're a Blue or a D or a Power... Or a giant fan, Canilio comes in, of course, after that injury where he copped a football right to the face from about two metres, as reported a little earlier by Josh Gablich. He comes back in to a Giants team that all of a sudden has a great deal of confidence that they can win the premiership. Adam Kingsley, their first year coach, has taken them all of a sudden from this team that we were going to be a little nervous about and on the verge of losing guys like Himmelberg and Riccardi to now going to Port Adelaide where if they knock off the power after an outstanding home and away season, they are four quarters away again, ironically, against the same team that they defeated in 2019. So if you want to talk about the teams, I would have played Brody Grundy. I know people are sick of hearing about if I stick up for Brody Grundy, I just think legitimately, legitimately, they are a top four team with him in the side. I know that Max Gorn goes to Max Gorn levels. I understand all of that. And statistically, he goes back a little more to his last decade where he has been the dominant Ruckman. But they are a top four team. In fact, the last time they played Carlton, and I know there's been changes since then, but the last time they played Carlton, Brody Grundy played, and by all reports, had the review system been a little clearer, they may have, in fact, 
have knocked off the blues. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I've got prizes galore to give away very shortly. I'm going to ask you one question where you can only give me one answer. That's a couple of minutes away. James and Karim Downs about to start us. So, James, hello to you. Hello. I've got my nine-year-old Melbourne supporter next to me. Yes. I'm my daughter, and I'm a Carlton supporter. Uh-oh. So where things were going tomorrow night, so we're lucky enough. Yep. Where I see things being different is who is the unlikely person to play above their grade? Mm-hmm. I think the two people for Carlton could be Brody Kemp tomorrow night, and I think Matthew, Matthew Cottrell. And then from the Melbourne side, I think Charlie Spargo and James Jordan, both coming in, both really will be eager to stay in that team and put up a good performance. Look, f- firstly, we'll start with how the bloody hell is your daughter breaking for a different team to you, James? How do you allow that to happen? How did that come apart? So I have two kids. My oldest son, he's Carlton. My wife supports Melbourne. So the second child was the rule would have to go with her team. So <laughs> that's, that's she's fair. a pay-up member and I'm a member and I go to Melbourne games and take them to them as well. But you would just do what you need to do. Sure. Look, it's a logical answer and one that makes sense when you break it down. Uh, firstly, we'll start with Carlton. Cottrell, outstanding. Outstanding last week in Kemp uh, has been really good. And these are the players that... You know, 12, 13 weeks ago when things weren't going well and, and Carlton fans were jamming the talk back lines here at SEN and they wanted Michael Voss gone. They're the players. Your bottom five or six, or in the eyes of many, your depth players have to be able to play to a certain level to have a team, have success. And that is what happened. Cottrell, outstanding. Kemp being great. The the smoothness, I think, and, and, and Michael Voss spoke about this, the cohesion defensively has been a huge reason as to why Carlton have been able to get in this groove, and Kemp is a part of that. And at the other side of it, Spargo gets an opportunity. They've gone small. Spargo, James Jordan comes in, and of course, he's a a like-for-like for for Brayshaw. So they are going to be very hungry on a huge stage to have a chance to get back to a a prelim in in seven days' time, or probably eight days' time in, in the case of these two teams. But you are right. The team's not necessarily the absolute creme de la creme superstars who traditionally stand up. It's the players you mentioned that uh, are going to get their chance. James, enjoy it, mate. It's going to be great tomorrow night. Yeah, look forward to it. And here's my tip. Kemp will actually play a tagging role on Jake Lever. There we go. They, the absolute, look, someone's going to have to do that. There is no doubt. And that's why I think Jack Silvani's name was quite heavily thrown up or spoken about earlier in the week because of the defensive forward position of which you're going to try and take either Lever or May, mainly Lever, out of the game. one three hundred seven three six seven three six to get involved. Uh, Signet Boost Power Bank's up for grabs. They're voted $45. It'll keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. And I'll tell you what, if you're a golfer, have a listen to this. Golf Box Prize Pack. It includes a tailor-made cap, a divot tool and a box of TP5 golf balls. And Golf Box, Australia's greatest golf superstore, golf's best brands and the biggest range. It's quite simple. Golfbox.com.au. If you jump on, I'm going to give away a Golf Box prize pack tonight. And the question tonight is this. There are six teams left. There are six teams left chasing the premiership glory. If we got to grand final day and you are the coach or you are the CEO or you are the football manager or the head recruiter of a team and you had to pick one player from one of these last six teams to be your first player picked to perform on grand final day, who would it be? So there's six teams left. On grand final day, 
Who would you select first to be a part of your team on the biggest stage with everything on the line? one 736 736 Signet Boost Power Bank to give away. Keep your phone, tablet and earbuds power 24-7. And this time of year, you need it. And a golf box, a prize pack, including a tailor-made cap, a divot tool and a box of TB5 golf balls. It's all thanks to golfbox.com. Dot au one three hundred seven three six seven three six to get involved. It is quite simple. You jump on the phone. We talk some footy, and if we get along, and I like what you're dropping, I'll throw you a prize. Let's get to Jess in Armstrong Creek. Uh, Jesse, rather, hello, Jesse. Hey, Cam, how's it going? Good man. Far away. Um, no, look, I'm a Collingwood supporter. Um, and mate, I can't wait for the May and Kerno matchup. Like, I'll, I'll just so excited. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just. Yeah, it's, it's just it, it, I'm excited for it. I don't know why, but yeah, I just want to get your thoughts because I reckon that's where the game's going to be won. There's two things about this. You're excited because your team, the one you support already in a prelim, so it enjoys a week of watching good <laughs> footy without the nervous tension that comes with it. But secondly, you are right. Kerno, as a lot of people have spoken about, gets a crack at finals and he's built for finals. He didn't really tear the game apart last week as much as he has some of these home and away games. But he is a player who on the biggest stage you think is going to stand up at some point. And Stephen May has stood up at many points. He's a premiership player. He's one of the, you know, best defenders in the league. And he's a huge part as to why they continually, Melbourne, win games and be a top four team even when their forward line isn't working. So you're right. If Stephen May and Lever and Adam Tomlinson, who I assume will probably go back, but that's guess on the on the Joel Smith situation as well. If it's if 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 Kuno gets a hold of them and gets gets three or four in the first half and has all the momentum, you can see Carlton winning this game. But if they absolutely dry up Kuno, beat in the middle and the delivery, or they just beat him one on one, the two big bulls going at it, there's no doubt it swings towards Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, I agree, mate. I just, I, I just don't know who I'm going for. <laughs> wow, it's really, I'm, I'm, I really, my best mate's Carlton, and I can't stand him. Yeah, and but I'm leaning towards him a bit. I, I actually want him to win. <laughs> hang, hang on, hang on. Your best mate's Carlton, but you can't stand him. Yeah, can't stand him or his footy club. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a hell of a relationship you got rolling there, Jesse. Hey, appreciate oh, your call, mate. mate. Hey, enjoy the week off and enjoy prelim next week. Whoever the Pies play. Thanks, mate. Beautifully done. one 736 736 Now we're going to get into it on the other side of the break. Jake, Matt, Steve and Jack, I'm going to come to you first. It's a very simple question. There are six teams that remain, all chasing premiership glory. And if you could choose one player, you've got a draft. It's called the AFL Grand Final Day Draft. You have to choose one player. And it could be based on who you think the best player is, who the best finals player is. Maybe it's a deficiency that you see in your team off the temper text. If I'm Collingwood, I'm taking Jeremy Cameron, hands down. So one 736 736 We'll kickstart your calls and your nominations next. A Signa Boost Power Bank, up for grabs, valued at $45. It'll keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. And if you're a golfer or you know someone who's a golfer, golf box, prize box, up for grabs. It's got a cap in there, all thanks to TaylorMade, a divot tool, and a box of TB5 golf balls, all thanks to Golfbox. And you can jump on golfbox.com. .au. Here we go. Nominations. One pick. First pick. AFL Grand Final Day Draft. We'll get into it next. Right around 
Melbourne, Australia for a Thursday night. I'm in Melbourne. It's 21 degrees, a beautiful Thursday, and we're 24 hours away from the MCG having 90,000 there. 1-300-736-736. Quite simple. Prizes to give away, and the question is even simpler, or is it? It's really called AFL Grand Final Day Draft. Six teams left. You get to choose one player, one player only, that you would absolutely 100% back in on Grand Final Day to get the job done. Jake is an officer south to kickstart us. Jake, who you got? Uh, mate, I've got Scotty Pendlebury. Uh, time stands still when he's got the ball. You probably wouldn't want anyone else to be running the show on Grand Final Day. He's the most coolest, calmest bloke in front of 100,000 people. I reckon that's safe as houses, mate. It, it, it's it's hard to argue with it. It's it's not a name that I actually thought of. With the five names I've got jotted down, that sort of talks about the depth of some of these teams. But he has been a superstar, and he stood up on the biggest stage, of course, and Norm Smith and that wonderful premiership all those years ago. And clearly, clearly is a big part of this Collingwood team that has played so well. His first half of the year was outstanding. Now, he might have slowed down a little bit. Missed, I think he missed maybe one game. But, geez, if you overlook him... If you overlook him with the depth they've got, he can just rip it apart. I like it. I like it. Yeah, no, he's been sensational for a long time. What he does with the whole team, uh, you back him every day, I reckon. I read an article this week, too. He's got a basketball background, Jake, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's quite tall in the flesh. So he's, still, he's still fast to see him as well. So he's, no, he's looked after himself. He's done all the right things. And as I said, if you're a young bloke playing your first grand final... Oh, you'd, you'd want to be a fly on the wall yep. with the, the, the pre-game messaging you would have delivered to these champions. Look, I'm going to touch wood here. I, I think he'll definitely play 400 games, but I, I, I have said this prior. I think he'll break the uh, the games record that Brent Harvey currently holds. Jake, great start. Kick-starting us in the right way. Matt's on the road on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's a simple question. You get one player to pick for grand final day, but they must play for one of the six teams that are still alive. Matt, take it away. Who you got? Yeah, good day, mate. Uh, Pies fan, and uh, I'm going to take Cam Rayner. Okay, that, it's a left field one, so explain it. Well, he tears us apart every time he plays <laughs> us. Okay, and he, <laughs> he he just seems to rise in the big games. I reckon you can you can it's just, you can seem like hardly seem, and all of a sudden he'll pop up and kick three goals in five minutes. It's, he, so, I reckon if you want someone to break a game on a, on a big game, if from one of the other teams, it'd probably be who I'd pick. A couple of things. First, I like the different ways of which people look at this. You've looked at it from a position where he's had really good games against the Pies, so you've picked him in that in that particular sense. He was great last week. He was great. He hasn't probably, keeping in mind he started down back to kickstart the year and then lasted about half a game or a game and a half, and then he couldn't quite get going in the midfield. And then the midfield was pretty stacked, of course, with, with Ashcroft doing his thing. So he's gone forward. If he, if, he, if he continually can do what he does or did last week, it makes him so much more dangerous, his Brisbane team. So it's a left field one, but I like it, mate. Good luck for the uh, the Pies next week, mate. Cheers, mate. Steve is in Altona North. It's a simple question, Steve. Or is it? Who have you picked first? Now, the man I'd like to nominate is the winner of what I'd call the relevant Coleman Award this year, which is actually kicking goals that matter, unlike the two leaders who uh, scored 19 goals against Blue and Yellow Witches hat. It's my man, Toby Green. He's 60 goals as a small to medium forward. 
Nightmare matchup is against the tall in terms of his ground level work and his speed. Nightmare matchup is a small with his overhead marking. And also worth taking note, when he was a full-time midfielder in his first year, he's in top 10 of most disposals of all time as a first-year player. If he wanted to, he could be an elite midfielder as well. So the flexibility is insane. And all six teams in the competition, in the well, remaining in the competition, would massively benefit from a guy that's truly a winner, got the right amount of mongrel, and since he took on captaincy, has channeled that mongrel into not getting suspensions. And they're the kind of players you want in the finals that have a bit of edge. But at the same time, blatant match winners that step up in clutch moments. You know, it's not about someone who plays okay over four quarters. It's a guy that, at the right time, grabs it and wins the game for his team, which is repeatedly done this year for the Giants. And I don't think it's uh, anyone else has any competition against him. It's, it's, a, it's a simple equation. He's the one. So I had two players. He was one of them. And I haven't really made a decision. I flipped a coin who I was going to, but... The other guy is Christian Petrarca. I'm a huge Jordan Degoe fan, massive, and he's a great finals player. Uh, I, I'm huge on Charlie Curnow, but I want to see him play a huge final, rip it apart. But I had either Toby Green or Christian Petrarca. And you made a really good point, a, a great point, Steve, about his captaincy because when he was a named co-captain and, and he had that delayed start to 2022 due to that suspension, the question really was, I, you know, can he actually be the captain of the football club? He does too many stupid little things. Some are bigger than others, but everything gets exaggerated because, hey, the Toby tax, which is a legitimate thing. The fact is, when he's become captain... Everything else seems to have just, I don't know if it's coincidence or just the way that the circumstances have it's all worked out. He has turned into a really, really mature leader of a very good football team. And I've no doubt that Adam Kingsley has worked with him. Adam Kingsley, his greatest, his greatest strength, I think, in his first year is being able to tap in to the players who some of us, myself included, thought they might have played their best footy. Now, I don't have Toby Green in that conversation, but guys like Josh Kelly, Canelio, you know, Whitfield, these players who we thought maybe have seen the best of them, but should be into their prime. He's been able to tap into them to play great footy. And I think he's been able to work with Toby Green to get rid of the 1% that probably let himself down every now and then. He's an outstanding call. He's had an outstanding year and he's an outstanding player. Are you a Giants fan, Steve? No, I'm actually a Dogs fan, and I'm actually a rare Dogs fan who truly, truly loves him and respects him and wishes he's on my team. Um, you've got to respect how brilliant the guy is. Absolutely. Like, I, mean, I mean, you can hate him all you want, but the guy's an absolute superstar. I mean, really. Yep. And I said, in this case, the captaincy can make a break. It's clearly, clearly made him. It has. And look, I've always, always loved him as a player. And, you know, I think the hatred to do is people don't waste their time hating bad players. They're jealous behind that hatred most of the time that they don't have that player because he's an absolute... He's an absolute winner. Some people are just born winners. I mean, we're lucky the dogs have got Bonapalli's one of them. Unfortunately, let down by majority of his teammates at times. But some people are winners, and he's one of them. And, I, I, I mean, that's... I agree with everything you just said, Steve. I want to just put it to the temper text just quickly. Thank you for the call, Steve. I'm interested on this. I had this conversation on a show that I do with Adam Cooney and Georgie Parker where we debated if Toby Green is a lock Hall of Famer. And I am 100%, 100% in the corner of him being a lock Hall of Famer. So zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Is Toby Green a lock Hall of Famer? Because I absolutely 100%. I've got him and Petrarca neck and neck when it comes to who I would choose first for grand final day draft. He's had an outstanding year. And Steve made a good point. People are jealous and dislike and sometimes use the word hate, even though they probably don't mean it, of certain players because they don't like, they don't play for their team. Toby Green probably 
did some things that played into that a little bit when it comes to those games against the Western Bulldogs. Absolutely. And found himself on the sideline because of it. He's a star. Is he a Hall of Famer? Text. Temper text is open. We're going to get back to your calls on the number one player for draft on Grand Final Day next.